Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Phils, CEO of Stylists in Business, master hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show. Hey, stylists, welcome to another episode of the Stylistpreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. So I know usually the show is all about bringing you guys some business tips, some advice, you know, that so you can win in your business. But I have to have to mention what's happening in the world right now. I am an African-American woman. I do have an African-American family, husband, sister, relatives. So I would be doing a disservice not to mention it, right? 2020 has been a rough year. I mean, it has definitely proven to be one of the most challenging years thus far. And I'm sure a lot of you can agree with me. And it's been tough for a number of reasons, right? So, you know, we started 2020 thinking like, this is gonna be a great year. I have all these things planned. And little did we know 2020 would literally turn our lives upside down, right? Like, I know you can agree with that. I mean, you know, we started off having this pandemic, no one knowing what to do, how to deal with it, just like literally not knowing and having to put our lives on pause. I mean, that alone is very stressful. That alone just puts you, you know, having anxiety. And so that now we're dealing with police brutality against African-American people. And, you know, just recently we've had the senseless killing of George Floyd, which if you're on social media, if you're watching the news, you've seen this, you know what I'm talking about. You know the uproar that it's caused and that's just currently happening right now. So for all my hairstylists and beauty professionals that are listening in today, I do want you to know that this podcast was definitely created to help you with your business and the focus will always remain the same in order to help you create and sustain your businesses and to help you win. However, as an African-American woman, you know, married to an African-American man, I cannot, you know, not mention what's going on in the world and the fact that it does affect me and it does impact my life. I would say that, you know, in the last few weeks, man, my heart has been heavy. Like I struggled to log on to social media, to look at the news. You know, there there's video clips from, you know, the actual day that Floyd was, you know, murdered. There's videos of all the looting, the protesting. I mean, there's people making videos because they are frustrated. They're crying, crying out for equality. And then you also have the individuals that, you know, are racist and they're also speaking out and making videos. So just to log on, to look at social media, it is a lot and it can weigh down on you. So if you are that person that's logging on, looking at the news, you know what, don't be afraid to say not today. Like not today, I'm not looking at it, I'm not listening to it. I am not letting it affect my day. Like you have that choice and you have that right. So make sure that you are staying sane 
in the midst of this storm. So today I really just wanted to like touch down on my experiences as a hairstylist, um, as an African-American hairstylist, and the things that I've experienced, the things that I've seen, heard, and have, you know, just been involved with. Um, and let me just be clear, because I know everybody right now, you know, they're stating how they feel about everything that's going on, you know, where they are in this and whose side they're on. And I just want to be clear in saying that as far as where I stand, this is what I say. I am praying for peace and justice. You know, today I'm just sharing with you my experiences. I can only tell you what I've experienced, what I know, what I've seen, and what, what has happened in my life. I can't share anybody else's thoughts and opinions and feelings because that's their lives. And I know, you know, as an African-American person, people want you to feel a certain way. But all I can say is where I'm coming from. And I am literally, literally praying for peace and justice for the world and for, for my people and for all the people. Because if we had that peace and justice, we wouldn't be where we are today. Point blank, period. Like, seriously, we just wouldn't be. Um, so let me get into my experiences. I can remember, I go way back to like being in hair school, which I was in hair school around 2010, 2011. And I can remember like being in hair school and you know, you have to go out and you have to like start searching for an assistant position because you know, I was about to finish school. And so for me personally, I've always dreamed of being in a high end salon uh, with wealthy clients, a salon that's booming, a salon that if you search the top 10 salons, that's the salon that I wanna work at. That's the clients that I wanna service. So I did my Google search, you know, I find the top salon because I'm gonna be a top stylist. Like I've always dreamed of being on top. So I decide, you know, I'm going down my list. I decide on going to visit the salon. So I go and I get there, I tour around, talk to the owner or their manager, whomever it was. And I can remember that person asking me, what exactly would you do here because we really only service white guests. Now, I was shocked and appalled, like, what? So me being the person I am, I don't really let people really rattle me. Um, I just politely responded like, you know, I currently go to Paul Mitchell School where I'm learning to be able to service all clients, not just one or the other. So, you know, whoever walks in the door, I can service them without a problem. <sighs> Long story short, that was our first and last encounter and I did not, you know, I no longer wanted to even work there or be associated with those type of people. But that is what happened. Me going to what was supposed to be one of the top salons in the area, which was predominantly a white salon. They, you know, apparently they wanted to keep it like that, which I was fine with because I never want to be in a place where I'm not welcome. So that wasn't going to work out anyway. Um, so one of the salons that I actually worked in was a high-end salon because remember, I went to Paul Mitchell School. I, you know, I can do a full highlight. I can do a full weave. Like it does not matter the client. It does not matter the hair texture. I can do it, okay? Like that was always my goal was to be a multicultural uh, stylist because I didn't want to turn away anybody. And honestly, you don't have to. And if you are a great stylist, like you literally could do any type of hair. 
Um, so I, this was another top stylist, um, or actually salon in the area. And I will say like hats off to this salon because it was a multicultural salon. It was a high end salon in a great area with great clients. And I shout out this salon. Well, this good part about it, cause there were some other not so good parts about it, but it worked. You know, this was back in probably 2012 where there was a salon that had, you know, different race of clients and stylists and it worked beautifully and nobody cared. And, you know, I say that to say like salon and the beauty industry does not have to be so white and black, which in 2020 it still is. But even back in 2012, there were people, you know, closing that gap. So hopefully sometime in the future we can, you know, get back to that. So throughout my career, I've worked in, you know, all sorts of salons. I've worked in salons where, you know, it's predominantly black or just all white or where I've been the only African-American stylist. And it's never really been about race. It's always been about choosing a salon that I can win in, choosing a salon that had a great reputation, one that, you know, I felt like I can really make a real living as far as the revenue. So for anybody that's just like, oh, you know, you've only worked in white salons or black salons, like, no, that's not the story. I've worked in salons where I felt like I could be successful, which is what I always recommend to other hairstylists. Get into a salon that's, you know, in a great area with great clients, like that's always going to be the goal. So I can remember being in a salon and the owner pretty much saying to me like, hey, you know, and I don't even know why she mentioned this, like pretty much saying to me that she felt like all African-American people were lazy and didn't make as much money as, you know, the other races. And at this time, like that's when Obama was in office. So I was just like, are you serious right now? But needless to say, I quickly packed up my stuff and that was my last day because I do not play. Like, you're not going to disrespect me, especially not to my face, especially not when I work as hard as I do. Like, you tried it. Um, like, the stories just go on and on with just people feeling a certain way because of the race. And I know, like, it happens everywhere in the world, but it happens in the beauty industry as well. So I know I'm mentioning, like, the expenses that I've had with, you know, working at or being trying to work at you know a predominantly white salon but i've also had where my african-american clients come to where i am working and i am the only black stylist and i can remember like early in my career a client asking me like are you working at this white salon because you feel like you know you wouldn't have as much competition and like i couldn't believe that she actually would ask me that or think that like that was my goal that I didn't want to work in a, you know, a black salon. And I'm already getting tired of saying white salon, black salon. Like I couldn't believe that she would think that when my goal literally was just to be in a place where I can be successful. You know, I don't, I honestly don't even believe in competition. I feel like we all can work together, white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, like whoever, we can all work together to get things done. We can all learn from each other. We can all become better by working with each other so honestly to be separated to you know choose that this salon is going to be this way and that was going to be that like that just that doesn't make things good for us it actually makes things worse and like i i work in 
a predominantly white salon right now. I am the only black stylist. I have no problem with that. Um, as far as I know, my coworkers don't have a problem with that. And I will say in the year and a half that I've worked there, I have learned so much about color. And I'm so thankful for that, for being able to work with these ladies that I work with and for them being open to me to show me that their skill set, which I won't say that I wouldn't have learned in another salon, but I will say that what I have learned has been very beneficial. So I can never knock that. And honestly, like I could go on and on all day about my experiences of dealing with racism in the beauty industry. But I'll just mention one more story. Like in my current area, when I first moved here, I was shopping around for salons. I did my Google search, which it sounds like I need to stop doing these Google searches for the top salons because apparently they really not the top salons. Um, I go to the salon. You know, I'm cute. Got my resume, just, you know, updated it. And I go in and I'm like, you know, are you guys hiring? And they literally looked at me and they were just like, for what position? And I was confused because I'm just like, for a hairstylist, like, needless to say, like, that was not going to work out. And I was definitely fine with that. So I don't want to drag on this episode and I don't want to make it too long. I literally just want to come on here, shed some light as far as my experiences as an African-American hairstylist working in the beauty industry, working in predominantly black um, or actually predominantly white salons. And, you know... Like I said, my experiences are my experiences. I can't share anything else. I can't say how somebody else may feel. I just want to tell my truth and to share with you guys my experiences. You know, I'm someone that just naturally loves people for who they are. You know, for what's in the inside and not the outside. I will continue to pray for, you know, justice and equality for people of color and just peace for the world. Like... It's just been so much. Like, I literally found myself, like, emotional going to work last week. Just thinking, like, you know, what if someone that is racist, if they're having a bad day, if they see me, you know, driving on the highway, if they see me at work and they just feel like, you know what, there's a person of color, let me bother them. Like, that thought literally ran across my mind. And it's not like it hasn't ran across my mind before, but, like, right now, it's just, like, right in your face. And so I just say to everybody, like, you know, be cautious. St- you know, stay, stay praying, stay positive, stay focused on, you know, all the goals that you have in your life. Don't let this run your life. Like, we still have lives to live. We still have careers. We still have families. Don't let this overwhelm you, especially to the point of, like, a breaking point. You know, keep, keep, and I'm, you know, keep peacefully protesting. I'm definitely not for the looters, but I'm definitely here for the protesting. And I'll just continue to pray. And for anybody that's just like, oh gosh, she's talking about, you know, race and racism and what's going on in the world today. But like I said, I had to. I would be doing a disservice to myself, to my people, to my community, to my family if I had not addressed it. Um... But stay tuned in to the Stylespreneur podcast. We will return to, you know, our usual business advice and all that good stuff that we have going on. So I know it it was heavy today, but it had to be. Until next time, stay safe, stay prayed up and just have an amazing week. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Stylistpreneur Podcast. Make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources, courses, and to join the Stylistpreneur membership. Until next time, stay a cut above the rest.